This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 163, How to Avoid Score-Killing Time Traps. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. What is an invigilator? What do they do and how do they impact your score? Find out all of this and more today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jessica, what's happening? Lindsay! I <laughs> am so excited because the Timbers play this weekend. Oh, your soccer team, right? Yeah. The, uh, local soccer team. That's exciting. The Portland Timber. So we are, t- so it's MLS Major League Soccer. For those of you who don't know, it's MLS playoffs <laughs> right now. Um, and that means that like it's postseason, right? So it's the playoffs. So we're getting towards like the championship. So we're at the stage now where it's the, the Western Conference finals and the Eastern Conference finals. And these games decide who will be in the final championship game. So the Timbers have made it all the way to the Western Conference final. This is wow. like the farthest that they've like made it. And they actually, <laughs> no, they made it this far a couple years ago, but they didn't have a chance to really win. They were just like happy to get that far. But this year, like they actually have a chance to win. And it's so exciting. Okay. I'll stop talking about the Timbers now. <laughs> Sounds like you're a passionate fan. I mean, you love your soccer. Hey, you got to, I mean, they need passionate fans, right? It sounds like the fans can sometimes have a big effect on the way a team plays and, and whether they win. So I hope For they sure. win. <laughs> For sure they do. Portland has the best fans. They're called the Timbers Army and they're huge and they're loud and they have, they're awesome. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't, I didn't think that Portland was a sports town. That's interesting. But we have, we have the Blazers, like the Trailblazers for basketball. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, yeah. I thought you guys just, just hung out in coffee shops all the time with your <laughs> MacBooks. <laughs> I know, right? It is weird to think of us as a sports town, but we're also called uh, Portland Soccer City. Some people say that. <laughs> it's just a soccer town. That's so interesting. Wow. Love it. Love it. Okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of not speaking of soccer. <laughs> speaking of not soccer, we have a question about the reading exam. <laughs> we have a good question. One of our lovely listeners was in the reading exam a few weeks ago, and he got quite thrown off by the person who was keeping the time, right? So he initially heard that she would be here she would be reminding him or the people in the room every 20 minutes when the 20 minutes had gone by, but maybe he misheard or he 
misunderstood what she was going to do. So let's clear this up for our listeners so that we don't get thrown off in the reading test when it comes to the time. What exactly does this person do? Okay, so first of all, that person that person's not an examiner. Okay, the the examiners are the people that interview you for the speaking and grade your writing essays. So you you only see the examiners on the speaking exam. Other than that, you don't like the examiners are like the Wizard of Oz. They're like behind the curtain like you never see them. The people (laughs) the people that you deal with the most um, are called the invigilators, which is a Super cool mm, word. That's quite a word. Yeah. So, um, what's an, well, we call them the invigilators. Um, and there are also administrative people that you'll deal with when you like sign up for the exam and check in and stuff. So the, these job, the, these people's jobs are to control the morning exam. They control everything in the morning. So what you'll do with them when you get to the test center in the morning, these invigilators are going to check your passport, fingerprint you, put you into the system, make sure that you're registered. They're also going to be the ones who um, take your belongings and like label them and give you a ticket or, you know, whatever system they have. Because in the examination room, you are only allowed to have a water bottle with no label, um, and your passport. Some test centers. Oh, wow. That's a really loud siren. <laughs> oh, can you hear that? Yeah. There's lots of police activity going on here in Cambridge. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. That was like, that was like just at the right decibel to just like enter into the recording, I think. Okay. It's really um, loud. That's so funny. Okay. Okay. Funny. Moving on. So yeah. So anyway, like, um, most, test centers don't even allow you to bring a pen or pencil in anymore. I mean, it's like that strict. Wow. They will give you a pencil once you get in. So, um, you I mean, you're going to have your bag with you, your, you know, your wallet, your keys, your phone, all that stuff. You must give to the invigilator and they'll okay. control that stuff. So they'll check you in. They'll give you the rules. They'll fingerprint you, all that. And then they'll tell you what time you can enter into the test room. Um, and you are assigned a desk. Like these invigilators, they have a lot of tasks to do. Um, they yeah, have to like, like organize everything before the candidate, before the students get there. So each desk is assigned a specific student. So you go to your specific desk. Um, and then the invigilators are also the ones who control the time, like what our listener was worried about. So they are supposed to give you clear instructions and tell you exactly what's going to happen, give you the test questions, a test booklet, and they're supposed to write the time on the board because it's usually in a classroom, right? So they're supposed Mm -hmm. to write it on the board like – like 60 minutes and then they erase it every 20 minutes, 40 minutes. Right. They erase it 20 minutes. That's the time remaining. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. and they're supposed to do this for the, the reading exam and the writing exam. Um, but ugh, I don't know. These honestly guys, invigilators are, they're not like, like trained professionals. They're often like, I don't oh, know, no. college students who need some, easy part-time work on the weekends. They're not examiners. They're not like, you know, high-level people in control of grades. They don't grade anything, okay? They're just there to watch you so you don't cheat. That's it. 
Oh, and they might be just as stressed out as you guys are because they have so many tasks yeah. to do, right? Also, it sounds like it. They have a lot yeah. to do. And even even during the exam, the listening exam, the reading exam, the writing exam, they're supposed to walk around. I, I think it's like once for each part of the test. So like three hmm. times in the morning, they're supposed to walk around and check your passport like again and again. Because people oh, cheat wow. and will trade desks. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, so Whoa. they do have a lot to do. And then they have to – like the timing is really important, right? When they have to um, hand out the booklets, when they have to collect this answer sheet and give you the next answer sheet. Like, yeah, yeah. there's a lot to do. Wow. <laughs> so sometimes they don't do it right, I guess is what we're trying to say. Right. Maybe they make a mistake. Is that do you think that's what happened here, Jessica? I that's what it sounds like. It sounds like the the invigilator maybe forgot to give him one of the warnings. So yeah. like maybe he still thought he had 20 minutes, but actually it was only like five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I could see how that would happen. So mm. there, you know, there should be a clock in the room um for you to make a mental note of how much time you have left and that i think that's a good idea because what if the invigilator messes up what if she doesn't tell you that the time is wasting away um, right right yeah that could yeah she's not she's not going to redo the test for you right just because right. she made the mistake there's not going to be another chance exactly so, yeah. yeah i mean you're not going to get any extra points because the invigilator forgot to tell you that there was only 10 more minutes yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah i think true. i think in this case guys you should take some of the responsibility and just keep an eye on the clock and don't and don't trust the invigilator because she has a lot to do and don't be don't be thrown off either by all of his or her activity because like i said they do have to organize all the booklets and they have to check your your passport like a thousand times and walk around and make sure you guys aren't cheating so yeah don't be thrown yeah. off by their actions either just created a brand new three-part video masterclass for you guys who want to get beyond the IELTS exam. The IELTS exam does not have to be the thing that keeps you from living your life dreams. When you go through this masterclass, you will be on your way to getting your seven or higher. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash insider. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Go and get your masterclass now. You can watch video one for free today. See you there. And I think this goes back to preparing under test conditions. It goes back to preparing with the timing so that we get to the certain point where we know what an hour feels like. We know what 40 minutes minutes feels like. We know what 20 minutes feels like. And we know how to plan out when for the reading, for the writing, how to do it properly so that we're not stuck with the time and we're not relying on the invigilator to keep our time for us. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you guys should know what it feels like to write this, you know, task one essay in 20 minutes. You should know what it feels like to spend five minutes brainstorming for task two. Um, this yeah. is something that is, it's so uh, discreet, these small units of numbers, these discrete units of numbers that um, you do have to practice each part. You know, you need to set your timer for three minutes, like exactly three minutes and plan your writing <laughs> task one. And then you need to set yeah. your timer exactly for three minutes. So you proofread writing task one. These are- right. 
Right. Like very small things that you have to do in order to be ready for the full hour on exam day. Because, I mean, the the invigilator isn't going to be like, okay, you guys should probably think about proofreading now because there's only five <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> right. No. That's not going to happen. Right. And you should have done it over and over and over again in preparation for the exam. Right. It should be second nature. Last week, we learned the idiom second nature. Right. Yeah. It should be second nature. There's timing by the time you walk into the test. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Because, oh, my gosh. I mean, poor, poor students. I've just I've heard and talked to students who have just messed up the timing so badly on the reading or the writing and even on the listening, because like they didn't know that they had the 10 minutes to transfer their answers at the end oh. or like reverse that and then and they thought that on the reading test they got to transfer their answers at the end oh. and they didn't and so they ended up having like a totally blank reading answer sheet and they got you know like oh. a zero so oh, no. <laughs> i mean there are so many yeah. i don't know like there's so many things that could go wrong i feel like that that's a very negative statement to make but it's kind of you know it's true guys like you need to prepare as much as you can um because there is a lot of things that can go wrong on test day yeah yeah and that's one thing i know when we talked to pedro that's what he said that when he walked into the test center he knew exactly what was going to happen yeah. and you know he went through our course and afterwards he said that everything was exactly as you said it would be and so nothing surprised him and he was able to get his 7.5 right he was able mm-hmm. to walk out of there and say i did it i've accomplished my goal and now i can move on because i went through a solid course that showed me exactly what to expect. Yeah. And I even got to talk to Pedro before the exam also. I think, wasn't it like a power hour that yeah, he signed I up so. for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in our course, we have these power hours uh, two to four times a month and mm-hmm. where students meet directly with me and we talk about any worries they have. And I give them feedback on their speaking and writing and how um, like like one or two exact things they can do immediately to increase their scores. And talking to Pedro in the power hour, I mean, he was nervous because he, you know, he hadn't done all the practice tests yet. And he was just sort Mm. just like getting to the end of the module. And, um, but speaking to him after the power hour and before he took the exam, he, after doing all of our preparation in our course and talking to me, he sounded relaxed when he talked about his like imminent IELTS exam, which that never <laughs> happened. Students are freaked out before the test and he was relaxed about it. And if you That's guys awesome. listen to the podcast where he's talking about his scores, like even in the way he describes the preparation and describes his testing experience, he sounds calm. Like he sounds assured oh, and yeah. confident about everything. And that's, I mean, gosh, isn't that what all of you guys want? <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't that what we want? What, what a good example he is for all of us to learn from. I mean, it's just incredible. And if you guys haven't listened to that episode, go back to episode 147 of this IELTS Energy podcast and you'll get to hear Pedro's story himself from his own words. <laughs> yeah, from, yeah, Straight from Pedro's mouth. Straight yeah. from his mouth. <laughs> no, that's oh, such a good episode. I love the episodes where we can talk to talk to students. Oh, those are the I best. I love that too. I know. It's the best. It's the best. Oh, so Good guys, stuff. what if you want to be on the podcast, listeners? Yeah. Maybe you can come up with a really good idea or like a really amazing question or something you really want to talk to us about. Yeah. And you could be on the show. That would be yeah, awesome. Yeah. 
Definitely. I love that idea, Jessica. So guys, send me an email at lindsay at allearsenglish.com if you have an idea that you want to come on the show and talk about, or if you have a success story, maybe mm-hmm. you've just listened to this podcast and you've been able to increase your score. Just let us know and we'd love to have you on the show. And even if that sounds scary, maybe you just want your name, like us to say your name on the show, you can mm-hmm. go to iTunes and leave a review. And then yes. Lindsay and I will thank you personally and and say your name so you will be famous on our show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's it. You got it, Jessica. You got it. So I think the moral of the story today is just prepare well so that these little traps, so we don't fall into these little traps, right? Because there seem to be a lot of them exactly. all over the test. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't let, I mean, yeah, other people have jobs to do. I talk about how the, the examiner on the speaking exam, like sheer he has a job to do, right? And that's mm-hmm. something that you have to keep in mind. And same with the invigilators, guys. They're just doing their job and they may make some mistakes. So be prepared, be proactive, right? So you know about the timing. You're not depending on someone else. Mm -hmm. You got it. You got it. Very good. All right. Perfect. Thanks for hanging out today, Jessica. This has been good. My pleasure. Have a wonderful day, Lindsay. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.